You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network for Thursday, May 13th. Ian Cameron and Alex B. Smith uh, with me today, ready to break down the Thursday card. We should have Jimmy Murphy momentarily as well. Uh, we've got three games. I can't say I'm excited about any of them. Uh, I'd be lying if I did. Uh, you've got Calgary and Vancouver playing for exercise. Minnesota and St. Louis playing for exercise, uh, trying to get the uh, regular season over with, keep everybody healthy for the playoffs. And then, of course, you got the one game that does have some relevance and some importance to it, Colorado Avalanche against the L.A. Kings. All Colorado needs to do is win, and they are West Division champions. Uh, that's all they need, two points tonight. Uh, we'll see if they can close the deal. Vegas at least kept a little bit of game pressure on them to win tonight because of their shutout victory against San Jose uh, last night, uh, which is a nice uh, best bet winner for me with the Vegas team total over, which was uh, uh, got there with relative ease. So that was good to see. But we got three games tonight. We'll talk about them. And we'll also let Alex B. Smith, who this will be his final show with us till Monday. So this is going to be his chance to talk about the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, before we get to tonight's games, we'll give you uh, an, uh, an idea of when these playoff series are going to begin. We do have game. We actually have dates and times now for every series, but specifically game one. We know Boston, Washington is set for Saturday night at 7 p.m. Game one. We've known that for a while. Today we found out we're going to have Islanders-Penguins game one of their series Sunday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Uh, we're going to have game one between the Wild and whoever they end up playing, Vegas or Colorado, 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday afternoon. Both of those games will be NBC uh, national TV games, uh, as well, of course, as the Saturday night Boston-Washington game. And then Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, game one with Tampa Bay against Florida. Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, will be game one of Carolina-Nashville. 
Uh, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern will be game one with the uh, St. Louis Blues against either Vegas or Colorado. Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. And then Wednesday uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern will be game one with Winnipeg and Edmonton uh, in the North Division. And the last series to begin will be the uh, Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs next Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time for game one of that series. So that's when these series will begin. So just a little lay of the land there uh, for when all of those series get underway. We now know uh, start dates for each first round matchup. So with that in mind, let's get into today's card. Like I say, we, it's a, a one of those days where you're, you're, you're scraping at the bottom of the barrel, so to speak, trying to find uh, reasons to bet some of these games when you're this deep into the season, not a whole lot on the line. Uh, but we will start here with the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues, uh, the first game uh, in rotation order. Uh, right now, Saint, uh, pretty much even money right here, minus 110 both sides, the total five and a half, six, uh, depending on where you look here. Uh, the St. Louis Blues, um, definitely it looked like they took last night's game against Minnesota a little bit more seriously based on uh, the way they played, uh, shutting out the Wild in that game. Does that carry over here? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, of course, on a situation like this, you want to be aware of what the lineup situations are uh, for St. Louis. It looks like everybody that played last night is probably in tonight. doesn't look like there's a whole lot of turnover and change from the lineup from last night that won 4 nothing to tonight. Uh, it's still going to be the same players that were out last night or out tonight, like uh, Dunn, Bozak, Blay, Tarasenko is uh, not likely to suit up either. Of course, Gunnarsson's been out all season. Uh, from a Minnesota standpoint, you know, it looks like that for them, uh, they're going to have most of their guys in there, at least Kaprizov, Benino, Spurgeon, Fiala, Rask, Hartman, Zuccarello, uh, Johansson, uh, Dumba, Suter, go on down the list. So, you know, it doesn't look like there's a abundance of resting players being done uh, tonight on either side. Now the question is, does Minnesota care enough to maybe want to play a lot better than they did last night. You know, you would think that could be the case. Uh, it probably will be Capo Kakinen in net tonight for the Wild, you would think, after Cam Talbot started last night. Uh, it was Vili Husso last night for the Blues. So do you go back to Bennington tonight? That's up in the air, has not been confirmed just yet. Or do they rest Bennington until that first game of their series on Monday night? We, we don't know that uh, as of right now. Just a lot of, you know, question marks still surrounding this game. Maybe a lean to the over at five and a half if it's one of those you know laissez-faire games. Maybe you just get teams trading chances. Nobody's going to be willing to really risk injury. And I've said this, Alex, throughout the games involving teams that have either clinched some, everything already or teams out of the playoffs. They don't want to block a shot. Hell no, right? And then down the stretch of these meaningless games, who wants to block a shot and risk injury You know, in games that don't count? Nobody wants to do that. So usually that leads to weaker defense and maybe better offense. So I guess I'd lean over, but other than that, and it's very light opinion. I don't, I'm not strong on the over, but if I had to throw a lean out there, it probably would be over the total. Uh, Alex, you got anything here? Blues and wild. Yeah. I'm going to go right back to that first period over. I was on it last night, cash it. Uh, we got, you know, two goals from St. Louis and, you know, it's kind of plays into what you're saying too, with, you know, these teams aren't going to really be trying to do too much. If anything, they're going to put up an effort early. And if we see another two nothing lead from either team or something, you know, where it's kind of one sided, that might just be the way the game goes the rest of the way. So I don't want to take a shot with a full game over, uh, you know, and risk losing that. And I don't want to deal with a side here. So I'm just going to go with that first period over. You're laying a dollar twenty five, dollar thirty. Uh, I feel like we can at least get goals going both ways. And for Minnesota too, especially that they got shut out last night. They might want to put a little more effort in this first, you know, uh, 20 minutes of play, 
try to get some things going offensively, but uh, you know, they, no one's going to really care about you know what happens as far as the points go, as far as the final score is concerned. Yeah, definitely. Uh, first period over, making some sense here for sure. Over one and a half with uh, St. Louis and Minnesota. Uh, we move on uh, to the uh, next game on the uh, slate here. Uh, it is the Vancouver Canucks taking on the Calgary Flames. Calgary minus 155 home favorites. Total five and a half shaded to the over. Um, you know, you're getting the coach speak from Sutter. You're getting Gaudreau and a couple of the players. I read some things about what they were saying going into this game. They said, we do kind of want to end the season on a good note. I think, the, what are the players going to say, though? You know, we want to end the, the, the year in a shitty note. We want to lose the rest of the games. Like, the players really aren't going to come out there and say that publicly. I know they're saying one thing. That we want to finish strong. We want to go out and finish the season strong. And look, Ottawa said that, and they acted on it last night with that win against Toronto. But there's a difference, right? Ottawa's this loosey-goosey team that's relaxed, that's just played, you know, relaxed all season, not a whole lot of expectations. They've surpassed those expectations. I think they did with just the way they played most of the season, especially the way they finished. Calgary, on the other hand, they're talking about, yeah, we want to finish strong, but it's a different element within Ottawa. They're massively underachieved this year, the Calgary Flames. So them saying that they're going to come out strong and we want to finish strong, I think that's a bit hollow compared to when I hear a team like Ottawa say it. Because this is a team that's got youngsters in the lineup. They want to prove their worth. They want to show what they can do in an NHL game on this roster. What's Johnny Gaudreau got to prove, you know, at this point in time? Is is a couple of good games at the end of a disappointing season really going to change the opinion of coaches and, and management on this team about him? No. I mean, to me, I think they're talking the talk. But the bottom line is I'm not convinced they're going to walk the walk. And I'm not convinced, Alex, enough that to lay minus 155 here. Uh, with the Calgary Flames uh, in this one. You know, at, at the other side of the equation, I can't back Vancouver either. I mean, you look at the first game, Alex, after they got officially eliminated, when Montreal clinched, they played Winnipeg the next night after beating Winnipeg. They were listless. They were they brought absolutely nothing to the table in that game. They got dominated. They barely generated a thrust of offense uh, in that game. Badly outshot. Badly outchanced. That looked like a team that had mailed it in and packed it in and said, our season's done. Get these games over with. We want to go home. And that's not a team I'm endorsing in this game, Vancouver, with what looked like a pretty clear and uh, clear as day and obvious attitude the other night that ate. Our season's done now. And I didn't see a lot of pushback or uh, hard work or putting in the grunt work, Vancouver, to maintain competitiveness the other night in that 5 nothing shutout loss to Winnipeg. So, I can't back Vancouver. I cannot lay this kind of price with Calgary. So definitely want uh, a game I'm going to want to stay uh, far away from. And even the total. I probably could stay under because Calgary doesn't score. And Vancouver looked like they gave up offensively the last game, getting shut out by Winnipeg. So maybe you could look under. But for me, I'd rather not look at anything in terms of this game. Alex, what's your thoughts here? Canucks Flames. Yeah, if I had to play something, it would be Calgary and regulation, like to, to just to knock that price down. But like I said, there's no way I'm touching Vancouver in any of these remaining games. Uh, and like I said, you know, it's, it feels like, you know, like I said, if Calgary was a better offensive team, this feels like it would be one of those just super high scoring, you know, maybe seven to five kind of deals where they just, you know, roll the puck out, like I said, play for exercise and, and you know, guys trying to, you know, hit some, you know, milestones and different things, you know, personally but i just don't know where where this is going to go so if, if you feel like betting this game like i said i'm not gonna i won't have anything in it but maybe this is some you know adjust in game see how a team responds maybe you know they both play you know spirited and, and 
uh, you know, or we see one team more lifeless than the other. So you just kind of have to, uh, you know, feel it. So in game might be the best option if you want to jump in with this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, this is one of those games where if you insist on putting yourself through the torture of watching it, yes, then definitely live betting might be uh, the way to go. At least you see it, get a sense of who's coming out strong or maybe who isn't uh, early in the game. Uh, and maybe that's something you uh, end up going with here uh, in this uh, game between the uh, Canucks and the Flames, just to get a sense of, you know, how the uh, flow is going and which teams are actually bringing you a pretty good effort. Because to be honest with you, I'm not so sure I know. Uh, who's bringing you a very good effort here uh, going into this game uh, tonight. Uh, L.A. Kings and Colorado Avalanche. Well, we know one team should be bringing you a big effort tonight. Colorado's trying to win a division. They can do that with a victory tonight against the L.A. Kings. Uh, but unfortunately, you got to pay the piper uh, to back this Colorado team tonight. We're now up to minus 425, you know, in a lot of spots with the Colorado Avalanche in this game. Uh, and the total right now uh, in this game currently six um, or five and a half, I should say, shaded to the over uh, in this one. Um, look, I mean, it's just very, very difficult to find value with Colorado. It just is uh, going into this game. I mean, when you look at it, you're, you know, even the puck line is minus one and a half. It's minus 155 to minus 160, you know, to lay a goal and a half here on the puck line uh, with the Colorado Avalanche. So it's difficult. Uh, there's no question. Uh, if you want to pay minus 150, I would go Colorado team total over. I would consider that. I think that might be the best of the bunch. You know, it ain't the money line. It ain't even the puck line. I think the best of the bunch could be three and a half over minus 150. In fact, I probably will bet that a Colorado over three and a half. I should have been on the team total last night because I was on Vegas. For some reason, I didn't bet it with Colorado, but I should have. Uh, I would probably look over three and a half Colorado team total here. Uh, minus 150. I see no reason they can't get to four goals again uh, tonight against the uh, Kings, regardless of who's in net. Uh, it looks like for LA, it's uh, Troy Grosnick uh, in net here tonight for them. Jonas Johansson with Colorado is another reason why I think the team total is the best route, because this could be a night where LA chips in a goal or two. It really could, because we know our thoughts about Johansson. He's certainly not on Philip Grubauer's level uh, for this Colorado uh, team. So, uh, to me, I would look at just the team total because I'm pretty darn confident against uh, Grosinek that the uh, Avalanche can get to four goals. Don't have to worry about whether L.A. scores or not. Although Johansson has had a couple of good games you know, recently, so uh, keep that in mind. He hasn't been the sieve that he was early in the season. So I think the best route here is Colorado team total over uh, three and a half, minus 150. Uh, Alan Trimble uh, in the chat, I believe, posted it. Uh, yes, he had a good thought here if you can do a side and total same game parlay colorado money line plus over five and a half at plus 120 not bad that's actually a, that that is very good if, if your book allows that uh, a side total parlay same game colorado money line plus over five and a half at plus 120 that's a good one i'd absolutely look that i have no argument there whatsoever alan if you if you're on in if you like that Go with it. I think that's a pretty good little uh, side and total same game parlay there. No question about that. Well, I, we started the show. I said, you know what? This would be the first time likely that we have the whole original gangsta crew of the Ice Guys together again for the first time in like a, probably a month or so. It's now official. Jimmy Murphy joining us. It is Ian, Alex, and Jimmy, the OGs of the Ice Guys together again at long last. Jimmy, welcome in. Hey, guys. How you doing, Alex? Welcome back, buddy. Uh, thanks. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you, my man. Good to see you. We're ready for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah we, definitely. 
<laughs> we sure are. We sure are. Uh, and they're starting Saturday. They're starting a little bit earlier than we expected. So it's great. I mean, they're not wasting uh, a lot of time. Uh, they're going to get right into it. Uh, Jimmy, we just finished the third and the uh, final game uh, of this uh, th Thursday card. So I'll let you have at it. Minnesota, St. Louis, Vancouver, Calgary, Colorado, L.A. Again, incentive, motivation, all of that is an unknown in some of these games. But did, is there anything you like on this three-game card from a betting standpoint, Jimmy? Yeah, well, I like what one of the viewers was just saying there, too. That was kind of a creative way to kind of attack things right now. And that, I think that's the biggest thing right now at this time of year and obviously on this day with – so many question marks, so many elements factoring in uh, is to get creative. Um, you know, you're not going to be able to basically do all your typical basic money line bets or total bets uh, and feel 100% confident just because there's so many uh, elements that are factoring in right now, whether it's players sitting, whether it's injuries, uh, whether it's what's on the line for each game. So there's a lot of stuff. I think these are tough games to navigate right now. One thing that I would do, I mean, like – you know, you're right. With the Colorado Avalanche, there's not much value in taking them, whether on the money line or the puck line. Um, but I will take them with some value in the first period there. So give me the Avs uh, in the first period uh, for that game with the L.A. Kings. And then, you know, I'm looking at the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues right now. And that game, to me, I don't know. That That's something I was, I was tempted to take the Blues, but I'm going to pass. As for the Vancouver Canucks and the Calgary Flames, a meaningless game there. But I do like the way the Canucks have played in the last week to 10 days. Uh, they've been upsetting some teams. They've been hanging in some games. Uh, they seem to just obviously the weight's off their shoulder. Who cares? They're not, they're not going to make the playoffs. They are playing for some jobs for next year in a team that I think will see some changes, whether it's on the roster, whether it's behind the bench, or whether it's up in the management uh, position there with Jim Benning. Um, but I like the way they've been playing. I like them to end the night, uh, end the season on a high note. I like, I like the Vancouver Canucks on the money line in this one. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's a dog or pass spot. Like I'm not getting involved, but when you get these two teams, and I'm not enamored with either one of them, it's always dog or pass, especially when the dog is like minus uh, plus one thirty five in that game, which Vancouver is. The one thing that bothers me about Vancouver, and I said it to Alex a second ago, it looked like the night after they got eliminated officially when Montreal clinched. The night after they got eliminated, they played Winnipeg in that second game and they got routed yeah. five nothing. They looked like they had thrown in the towel. I hope that's not the case tonight. We'll have to wait and see. Like, hey, it's been a shitty season. We've had to deal with COVID, had to deal with all these issues. Now we're playing yeah. a ton of games. We're tired. We're banged up. We're aching. We're tired. We, we're not getting much sleep. We're uh, we're not going to the playoffs. We just want to get home at this point uh, and back to the family. Uh, I worry about that sentiment a little bit for Vancouver. But at the same time, like I said. Can you lay minus 155 with a down and out, you know, disappointing Calgary team? No. So it's just one of those games where it's it's tough to get a truly great read on. Um, so there's the three games tonight. Um, in terms of the schedule moving forward, like I said, Alex will be back Monday uh, with us. We, we're going to talk after the show, the three of us, and we're going to hammer out some confirmed dates for these bet casts that we'll be doing throughout the, at least the first couple. Uh, we're looking forward to it because, and I think what's going to be the great thing about these bet casts guys is we want to treat our fans and our viewers and our listeners like extended family. We really, that's, that's what it's about. So that kind of culture, you're one of us, you're, you're one, you're a nice guy too. Anytime you're on this show or a girl in some cases with Melissa, uh, who was a great guest previously. Uh, and the way we do that is we bring you on. For as special guests, we bring you on as part of our live betcast. We're going to do that. You know, we can have up to ten people on these damn StreamYard 
uh, live streams. So we're going to take advantage of it. We're going to have like a huge big, we're going to be like the Brady Bunch here. We'll be looking up, <laughs> looking right there, looking down. Yeah, it will be uh, getting everybody involved, as many people as we possibly can on these live streams here uh, for the live betcast. So we're going to confirm the dates uh, and we'll probably start those as early as next week. Uh, and looking forward to having these uh, betcasts throughout the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, and we're also looking forward to the playoffs. Again, now we know they're starting Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We've got a bunch of series starting. Uh, Jimmy and I will be on the Friday show tomorrow. That's going to be our playoff preview show, essentially, tomorrow. We're like We'll talk Toronto, Winnipeg briefly, and then we'll move on to the uh, playoff previews. We'll give series prices, uh, all kinds of our opinions, Jimmy and I, on the first round tomorrow uh, on the Friday edition of the show. Uh, and Alex, since he's not going to be uh, around till Monday, we're now going to give him the opportunity right here and right now to run through some of these series one by one, just quick hitter uh, thoughts, initial opinions. If Alex likes anything from a series price standpoint, so we'll start it off, Alex. Uh, Jimmy, we'll sit back and listen. We'll take it all in from Alex because you and I will we'll give our opinions on the series tomorrow. Uh, sure. But we'll start with Alex here, his opinions. We wanted to get them in. Boston, Washington. We've got Boston about that minus one fifty to minus one sixty uh, series price favorite here in this one. Uh, my concern going into it is can Washington match Boston defensively and in goal? I think that's right. where the edge is for the Bruins. How do you see this one going, Bruins Capitals? You know, it's interesting because of these prices are, are so inflated. There's really only maybe one or two serious prices I like. So what something I'll be looking forward to do, and of course this will be posted on the Patreon page, and I have it on Twitter as well. It's, I'll be betting game. You know, how many games will a series go, uh, or, or possibly even the team plus you know a, a series, a, you know, uh, distance price. So you say Bruins and six, for example, which is what I like in this series. Uh, I'll get a better price doing that because I feel this is going to be. A tougher battle, like I said, this is a, a you know two veteran-laden teams, two teams that obviously they've won cups. They know what they're doing as far as playing in playoff series, playing in big games. But I think, like I said, this is a Boston team. They just you know really rolling right now, especially now you got you know with the offense addition of Taylor Hall. Uh, you know, goaltending is not an issue at all. Even if, you know, Vrasp were to falter, you've got Swayman uh, who's looked you know stellar, and we've seen rookies get hot and take teams all the way to a cup. We saw it with Bennington. We saw it with, you know, there's several goalies all over the years. So wouldn't be shocked if something like that were to happen. And even for Rask, I mean, this has got to be huge for him. You know, think about how last year with the bubble, how he ended up leaving and everybody kind of, you know, gave him, you know, grief for that. He's definitely, this, this, I, I wrote it up actually, it's going to be in the Las Vegas Review Journal at some point, but I, I said that, you know, this will really kind of define his legacy. If he can take this Bruins team and win another Stanley Cup, That'll be, you know, just absolutely sensational. Uh, so we'll see, you know, where that happens. And like I said, this is a Washington team. They're much older. Uh, you know, obviously it's going to be got to be a, a strange feeling for Zizano Chara to, you know, be playing against his old club now in the playoffs. Uh, I'm sure he's, you know, going to be a, a rallying motive for this Washington team. I like the Bruins in six, so I'm going to be waiting for that specific price prop to come out, and that's the way I'll be betting that. All right, there we go. Bruins and six. Again, that's the great thing about the series price props that you can find at most sports books. You don't have to lay the series price overall. You can look for exact series results. Bruins and six, Capitals and five, whatever you're interested in. A, a series to go. You cannot, You don't even have to pick the winner of the series. Remember with Toronto-Columbus, I said a series goes seven games, you know, or five games because it was the best of five, and we cashed in with that uh, just to go yeah. to five games regardless of who won. Uh, you can find those as well. So uh, Alex, like in Boston and six, there's definitely different ways to go about it. 
uh, when it comes to betting series prices. Uh, the next one that starts, we'll go in order of when these series begin, is Islanders-Penguins. Sunday afternoon, noon Eastern is game one. Pittsburgh, minus 150 series prices. This is a tough one for me because, I mean, Pittsburgh's, I think, the better squad right now. But, boy, the Islanders and Trots at playoff time. Barry Trots, we know what he can do. Alex, where do you stand? Islanders, Penguins. Yeah, this is a tough one. And I lean heavy with the Penguins. I want to see, you know, how things are going as far as the goaltending. Of course, you know, we, we you know saw, uh, you know, both goalies, Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith, missed those last couple of games. So if they're ready and rolling, I definitely like this Pittsburgh team. So uh, it's going to be difficult. I don't want to lay 145 right now, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, if I don't jump on this now, it's only going to get higher. I think Pittsburgh wins game one. So I'll be betting game one for sure. Uh, I don't know how many games this is going to go. And the thing with the Islanders is, you know, we said they're a great defensive team. They play well in the playoffs. We saw them make that run to the conference final last year. However, they're limping into the, to the series. You know, they've lost seven of the last 10, and they've also lost six of the last eight meetings with Pittsburgh. So, uh, the confidence level may not be that high, especially if Pittsburgh can, can come out and get that uh, win in game one. So I'm probably going to just stay away from the series price. If you, if you can find it lower than 140, maybe jump in and then you can you know manipulate and hedge in, in between if needed. But I'm more confident with game one uh, on the Penguins than anything else. All right. So lean to the Penguins in the series for Alex, but maybe liking them a little bit more in game one specifically that Sunday afternoon uh, lid lifter. Uh, in that first round series between the Islanders and Penguins. We'll skip the next one because we don't know Minnesota's opponent. Minnesota will open at home, uh, or Minnesota will open at uh, Sunday 3 p.m. Not at, on the road, but yeah, they'll yeah. open uh, Sunday. Yeah, you're right, on the road, uh, Sunday 3 p.m. Eastern against either Vegas or Colorado. So we'll move on to the next one, which we do know, uh, Tampa Bay and Florida, Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, game one. I'll be honest, this is maybe the series I'm one of the most uh, excited about to see. Honestly, I'm I'm excited because the bad blood is ratcheted up. Florida is trying to show that they could not only hang with but beat, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they did that down the stretch in the regular season. But playoffs is a different animal. We know Kucherov and Stamkos are coming back for the Tampa Bay Lightning at playoff time, which is huge for them. They're minus 145 favorites in this series currently uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, so they're moderate favorite here. Uh, despite the fact the Florida Panthers have home ice advantage. So, but Florida's not fearful of Tampa Bay. I've said that a couple of times talking about this series. They are not quaking in their boots when they see this Tampa Bay team on the other side. The Panthers have a chance in your mind, Alex. Yeah, they do. And, and shop around for series prices too, because that's, we've seen movement with this already. I saw it as high as plus 150, plus 155. Uh, now it's been knocked down, like I said, 130, 135. So, uh, you know, people are, are looking at, and like I said, rare that we get, you know, a, a team with home ice advantage actually being an underdog here. Uh, now, the thing is, okay, of course, Sunshine State rivals, not much travel, but we're going to see a lot more blue in the, in the crowd for either arena than we will, uh, you know, red and white more than likely. Tampa Bay's fan base, they show up where Florida, they, they always had issues, uh, pandemic or not, trying to bring people in. But uh, that being said, these are two teams, like I said, the, there's bad blood here. Uh, this is the first time between these two teams are playing in the playoff series. And obviously the fact that, like I said, you know, Florida's got that little brother complex with Tampa Bay. You know, they won this Stanley Cup last year. They've won it twice in, in their history. Or Florida, we haven't really seen them make a deep run since uh, back in the late 90s. So 
this is definitely one going to be one of those spots. I think I think the history and just the just everything all together is going to make this a fun series. And you know, I talk about it year after year. There's teams that just end up playing a lot of playoff hockey that sometimes just get caught up and, and end up losing a series, even though if they're, they're a more talented team. I think Tampa Bay might be uh, in that boat. I could see Tampa Bay losing this series in seven games. So I'm going to bet the exact series length to go seven games. And then I'll adjust and, and, and bet throughout the series. But I more than likely will have some piece of Florida uh, at that plus 140 range. But I'm going to definitely have a bigger bet on the series going all seven games. I was thinking the same thing as you actually have. And I was going to save it uh, again. So we don't want to spoil too much for Jimmy and I tomorrow when we talk to the series. But definitely I'm looking at, you know, seven game exact series. Like regardless of who wins, just the series goes seven. I think it's got that real chance to be that kind of series. Lightning and Panthers, Carolina, Nashville. This one starts Monday night. Um, Carolina minus 240, a series price favorite here in this one. Um, I'm going to actually get a say, say one. This is the only thing I'll say about my opinions on this series because I bet this already, and I fear this could move uh, a little bit the price on this. I've already bet Carolina minus one and a half games, minus 120 in this series. That means as long as they win this series in four, five, or six, you cash your ticket. Just avoid a game seven, and Carolina minus one and a half will cash. I think that's good value, a good price. I can't see Nashville, even with the better uh, play they had in the second half of the season, matching up well with Carolina, and uh, especially when Carolina's going full bore. Carolina was not at all interested in those last couple games against Nashville. You can throw them out, uh, you know, including the Rene game where they banded together to get that final uh, big game and big win for Pekka Rene. Um, Carolina, I think, can take care of business here in six or less. Alex, how do you see this one going? Nashville, Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've, we've all kind of been pretty low on Nashville for the last two or three years, especially when they get into the playoffs. They just they just haven't been able to find that momentum they had from, you know, years back when they went all the way to the cup final and ended up losing uh, to Pittsburgh. You know, everybody's getting older, that team, especially with, you know, Pecorini, UC Soros, that combo. Is, you know, Soros obviously, you know, carried them most of the way uh, to get to this playoff spot. But Carolina is just on a whole different level right now. Uh, and when they when they get that offense rolling, they, they seem to be virtually unstoppable. Uh, as a reason why this, this series price is around three dollars. Uh, except that's a, a good method, uh, Ian. You have of, of laying the game and a half. Uh, that would probably be my recommendation. But I'm not going to have anything official in this series. I'll just be looking to adjust. This will definitely be a great in-game uh, uh, wagering series in, in my eyes. I think we're going to see some good back and forth uh, in the games. But I feel like Carolina is going to at least be able to take care of business. And it, I don't think that we're going to see any sweeps in the first round, but if I, if there was one series I'd say we're probably in shorter than others, it would probably be this one. Carolina, especially if they get off to a, a hot start and a 2 lead, this may not go past five games. All right, so uh, like in uh, Carolina there, Alex and the uh, Predators and the Hurricanes. And now we're down to the two series in the North Division. Uh, starting Wednesday, Winnipeg and Edmonton. Edmonton around minus 190, approaching minus 200 here as favorites in this series. Uh, against the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, you know, Connor Hellebuck's a good enough goalie. He could steal a series. But other than that, I mean, it's difficult. I mean, I know they're going to have Nick Ehlers back, they, which they hope helps. It's nice to see Blake Wheeler's offense coming back again, which is good to see. Shifley, who didn't have a great last few weeks of the season, start to get things back on track offensively as well. Good to see that. But now you got to see it against an Edmonton team. And what, what we're not talking about with Edmonton right now during this, you know, pretty strong finish to the season they've had. We know McDavid. We know Dreisaitl. And we know they're going to get theirs. And Nugent Hopkins as well. 
This Ryan McLeod kid playing on a third line with James Neal, this line's been dangerous. They've made things happen in the offensive zone. Dare I say it, the Oilers have found a third line that can produce and be effective and make an impact on a hockey game? I think they maybe have found that. Uh, and if and you put that now on this Edmonton team with, of course, the superstar duo that is McDavid and Dreisaitl, that's dangerous. If they have this third line playing centered by that young kid, Ryan McLeod, playing like they did down the stretch, that's good news for the Oilers. A lot of their blue liners have taken huge steps forward. I'm going to sing the praises of my fellow Hamiltonian, Darnell Nurse, and the season he's had. He's been outstanding. His offensive numbers have gone through the roof. Goals, points, assists, everything. His defensive game and his detail in the in his own zone has gone gotten much better and improved as well. Lots to like with Edmonton. I know Winnipeg's got probably the better goalie still. Hellebuck, you got to probably rate him slightly higher than Smith, although Smith has had an outstanding turn-back-the-clock season. Um, but I think there's just going to be too much for Edmonton. Alex, uh, what do you think here? Uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg. Yeah, you just mentioned about you know laying that game and a half at the series price with Carolina. That's the way I'm going to be doing this with Edmonton. Uh, you know, Edmonton's getting hot at the right time where we've just seen Winnipeg. I mean, fell it fell off the face of the earth pretty, pretty much. Not, lost nine of their last 11 games, uh, and they've just been absolutely lifeless in some of those contests where I just don't see – uh, even with Hellebuck, like I said, he's going to have to, you know, like I said, steal every game that they win. And uh, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I, I think he will find a way to steal one game. But this is Edmonton team, especially look back at last year in the bubble when the Hawks uh, upset them. You know, everybody thought that this was an Edmonton team that was ready to make a run then. But now they're finally getting good goaltending from Smith. Like I said, they, if they get a, a third line to emerge and they, you know, have some scoring balance for the first time in you know, God knows when. Uh you know, this is going to be a dangerous team. I, I just don't see where Winnipeg, uh, you know, turns things around like they've been playing the last couple of weeks and all of a sudden uh, will be a fierce opponent. So I like Edmonton to win this within five or six games. So I'll lay uh, the game and a half exact series price. And I'll, I'll find that. I haven't bet that yet, but I have to uh, find that once that pops up on my book. There you go. Like at Edmonton, minus one and a half games. Uh, Dylan Turner asking in the chat, Turnsy there, uh, DraftKings. That's where the, already they've got, among others, have got these uh, – Exact series bets, uh, spread bets, you know, Carolina minus one and a half. That's where I found it, uh, DraftKings. So there's a bunch uh, that you can find that. Um, we saw Dominic Cahoon, of course, score the game-winning goal against Montreal yesterday. And like I said, Ryan McLeod on that third line all of a sudden that's uh, been doing some damage. We've always said too much is on Leon and Connor's plate half the time. That hasn't been quite the case lately. So good news that some forward depth has stepped up for the uh, Edmonton Oilers down the stretch. And now we end off with the first Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Leafs playoff series since 1979, 42 years ago, the last time they met in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And they're already chirping it back and forth. These I, I, I can't stand either of these fan bases, to be honest with you. It's just a <laughs> bullshit back and forth. Bobbity, bop, 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 bobbity, bop, bop, bobbity. Back and forth here. Leaf fans and Habs fans. That's all yeah. it is. Back and forth. That's all I hear. Uh, I don't hear uh, gibberish. Yeah. Just nonsense. Yeah. Um, uh, Montreal Canadiens and Toronto Maple Leafs uh, here. Obviously, look, Leafs big favorites. We knew they would be. Uh, no question about that. Dominated the Habs most of the regular season. 7-2-1. and one, Minus 275 uh, home favorites or not home favorites, minus 275 uh, series favorites. Of course, they have home ice uh, in this one. 
Look, the eye test tells you Toronto's better. Nothing you've seen tells you anything other than that. I understand all of that. But if you're Montreal, here's what you do. Hopefully you get some of your guys back. And I know people bitch and complain about Weber, uh, Habs fans, but come on, you still want him back uh, in the playoffs. uh, No doubt about that. I know he's driven you nuts at times uh, with some of the defensive blunders he's made. He's not the defenseman he was in Nashville. He never will be. But you still want him on your team at playoff time. There's no question. You want your heart and soul guy Gallagher back. The thing that bothers me for Montreal here is I know people have criticized where's the offense of Philip Deneau uh, this season for the Habs. They're going to miss his defense if he misses time in this series because he's obviously one of the guys that they're going to have to uh, put on the Matthews line with Marner. And without him, like where is that defensive presence going to come from up front at the forward position uh, if you're the Montreal Canadiens? Ducharme's got to find some answers. I don't care how, but he's got to try to find some kind of defensive matchup for Austin Matthews in this series. And Dano was probably one of their better options in terms of defensive or a defensive forward to at least try to neutralize, try to keep in check that line. And now I don't know where he goes, to be honest with you, in this series. But if I'm Montreal, here's what I do. Um, I would, if I'm Dominic Ducharme, I'd say you show this Craig Button on TSN clip. You see all these prognosticators and experts showing you that everybody's picking Toronto. There's not a soul giving you a chance in this series. If I'm Ducharme, I play that up to my team going into game one. Nobody thinks you can do this. Nobody's giving you a single chance in hell of winning this series. And see if that drums up added motivation, incentive, because they're going to need every ounce of this rah-rah speech uh, from uh, the coaching staff to be able to pull off this upset. Because everything I've seen, the eye test tells me Toronto's just too good, too deep, too strong. And everything, and the matchup is just, to me, a terrible one for Montreal. It's proven that way. But if I'm Montreal, I say, look, put the pressure on these guys. Jump on them. Take the play to them. Don't be scared. Get a goal. Get a lead. And let's see if the pressure, you know, seizes on this Toronto team a little bit. There's pressure on these guys beyond belief. And if things start bad in game one for the Leafs, let's say they fall down one nothing or 2 nothing, there's a grip-the-stick element that could start. For a team that a franchise that hasn't won a single playoff series in 17 years, Pat frickin' Quinn, rest his soul, rest in peace, was the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs the last time they won a playoff series, 2004. It's been that long. If I'm Montreal, I basically drum up all the, you know, nobody gives us a shot, nobody gives us a chance rhetoric that I can to see if it can fuel my guys to play above their heads, you know, just play out of their minds good. Because that's, I think, what it's going to take for them uh, to pull this kind of upset against Toronto here. And look, nobody gave them a chance against Pittsburgh, myself included, you know, in the uh, playoff bubble last year. I did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You did. You kind of like Montreal, Jimmy. Give you credit for that. Uh, Different situation, though. Completely different atmosphere, situation with everything engulfed the bubble there. So you can't really compare the two right now. Yeah, exactly. And I'll say this, too, about it um, with Montreal-Pittsburgh last year. The, The rhetoric was the same. All the experts said, you know, Montreal ain't beaten Pittsburgh. Yeah. And everybody said they had no business being in the playoffs. They're, they shouldn't have been in the playoffs. They had not, not enough points to get there, but they're only in the playoffs because of the expanded 22-team format. Uh, and that, as a result, they got in, and they just basically said, you know what, we'll find a way, and they did against Pittsburgh. Now, they got bounced the next series against Philly, but they still won that first-round series. I'm just saying, you know, for those of you that are Leaf fans and you're thinking, yeah, there's no shot for Montreal, that's why they play the games. Just saying. 
Alex, where do you stand here? I mean, Montreal, it looks like on paper it's a mismatch, but with this Leafs team, we know what the history is. Nothing has come easily for them. Yeah, and, and the thing is, it's like I said, it's going to determine, you know, game one's going to really dictate the pace of, of this entire series, obviously. And so I'm going to wait uh, before jumping in on anything. Like I said, if Montreal can steal game one, uh, and obviously you're going to get, you know, get a better adjusted price going back with Toronto, uh, or you, you'll still have a decent enough plus price, I feel, to, to back Montreal going forward. So that's the way to attack it from a serious price perspective. But this is definitely going to be one where I'll be looking, betting more, uh, you know, game by game and in games uh, as well. Because like you said, the, the pressure's on Toronto more than anybody. Obviously they went in, uh, he said, not just the drought of them, you know, winning a cup but just the fact of just getting to another round in the playoffs uh like i said it's been 17 years so uh tons of pressure on them where montreal like i said they have the experience of playing in the role of you know no one's giving us a chance from last year but like jimmy mentioned it is completely different uh situation but you know like i said that there's some familiarity in, in the sense of okay when everyone's counting us out we we can do this uh so you know it might be a five or six game series uh, like I said, but I'm going to be going game by game and looking for some live opportunities with this one. Um, my guess is Toronto does find a way to advance uh, and make it to the second round. There we go. Montreal and Toronto. And yes, the fan bases and both of those storied franchises are on fire right now. Proverbial fire heading into that series uh, next Thursday with game one uh, set to begin. Uh, great stuff. There you go. There's Alex's takes on the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, the first round matchups, at least the ones that have been confirmed. But before we uh, wrap up, Alex, Terry Edelman's basically begging me at this point with his uh, rhetoric in the chat <laughs> here that even though we don't know Minnesota's opponent yet, Terry, <laughs> that in mind, he still wants to hear uh, Alex's thoughts on the Minnesota Wild going into their first round series matchup, uh, whether it's Vegas, uh, whether it's Colorado, regardless of who it is, how do you see it going for the Wild? Well, Terry, you'll be happy to hear this. I like the Wild beating either one of these teams in the first round. Uh, like I said, the Wild have dominated Vegas over the years. And and, and that's the thing. I know every, everybody in the world is saying Vegas or Colorado or one going to win the Stanley Cup. But, you know, that amount of froth pressure on these two teams – uh, you know, we, we've seen them in spots where they should have gone all the way and won last year and the year before, and it just didn't happen. This is a wild team. They, they're young. They're fresh. They really don't have much to lose. No one thought they'd even be in the playoffs, myself included. I had this team possibly being one of the worst in, in the league. I thought they needed time to develop the rookies. Didn't think Kaprizov would end up being, you know, more likely the Calder Trophy winner. Uh, you know, Kakinen, you know, stepping up. And forming a great tandem with Cam Talbot, a guy who's now research, having a resurgence in his career. Uh, Joel Erickson-Eck has been solid. Uh, great two-way player, but he's definitely chipping in more offensively. They've got great balance, and that's important. Every team you've seen win a Stanley Cup within the last 15 years, they're balanced. They have solid goaltending. They know when to score. They know when to play defense. They do well in the special teams. And now the Wild has you know, finally figured out the power play. They've had some ups and downs with that. But I think if they can figure out this power play, and especially we're going to see wide open hockey with either one of these, these teams, these series, whether they play Vegas or Colorado, uh, the Wild seem to bring out the, that higher intensity, that higher speed against these two teams where, let's say if it was Colorado or Vegas, it'd probably be a lot of low-scoring games because they know uh, it's more of a chess match with those two. But the Wild, I think, will, will bring out the best in either team, but I think they will be able to find a way. So I'm, if it's Vegas, I like the Wild to win it at six. If it's against Colorado, I like the Wild to win it at seven. 
All right, there we go. Uh, to give Minnesota a chance and to make it a tough one, regardless of whether it's the Golden Knights or the Avalanche. See what we do for you, Terry. Don't say we don't do things for you here on the Ice Guys show. We don't even know the freaking opponent yet for the Minnesota Wild. We're still breaking down the Minnesota Wild here in the first round, getting ready for the playoffs. So there you go. See what we do. See what kind of generous souls we are uh, here on the show. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, all right, before we wrap up, uh, and give you best bets. It can be anything, actually, Alex. Since you're you talk playoff series, you could even give you a, a series price or prop best bet if you want uh, today on the show. If nothing from tonight's game stick out, but uh, uh, before we get to those uh, DraftKings, make sure you download the app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. Again, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs start Saturday. Look and, and look at the options at DraftKings. I've got it open on my phone. That's what I keep looking at here. Play. You've got series props. You know. Uh, already available exact series results you know you can go how many games each series all of that available here uh, on DraftKings plus NBA MLB daily uh, when you download the app and sign up for an account you'll get uh, weekly specials incentives and a deposit bonus so download that DraftKings sportsbook app sign up for an account use the promo code THPN all right it is time for best bets for this Thursday show Alex B Smith we'll start with you best bet you can go anywhere you want yeah, and I'm gonna go with tonight's game. The the one player that I like that's the Wild and the Blues that first period over uh, one and a half. You lay in, like I said, no, don't lay anything more than a dollar thirty here. You should be able to find dollar twenty five or dollar thirty. Uh, like I said, I think these two teams, you know, we'll see them be competitive in the first twenty minutes of play, and depending on where things shake out, if things could just completely slow down going from there. Obviously, these teams just want to, you know escape and be healthy and get ready for their respective playoff series. But uh, like I said, with Minnesota getting shut out last night, I could definitely see them getting a goal. They might be giving up a goal as well. So uh, over one and a half, that's my best bet for tonight. All right, there we go. Minnesota, St. Louis, over one and a half. First period for Alex B. Smith, his best bet. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, best bet. Not much to choose from, but if you had to go with one, what is it? Yeah, it's going to be the Colorado in the first period uh, against the L.A. Kings. All right, so that's Colorado puck line minus a half goal, minus around 110 uh, in yep. the first period for uh, Jimmy Murphy against L.A. And I'm with Colorado as well, but a different form. I'm on the team total uh, over three and a half, minus 150. Got to lay a little price, but I'd rather do that than lay minus 160 on the puck line or something else. Uh, I like Colorado to get to four goals. Uh, Colorado team total uh, over three and a half, minus 150 uh, for my best bet. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Reminder, we are on live seven days a week with the Ice Guys, Monday through Friday. 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart. You can find it, the podcast, in all those uh, outlets. For Alex B. Smith and Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Thursday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Friday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. 